0: Hello and welcome to Aunt Mary from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Now for our story. The progress of Dr. Martin Larrabee's most interesting patient had been uneven. There had been many times when the psychiatrist despaired of curing Kit Calvert of the mental illness from which he was suffering. There had been other periods of remarkable improvement which gave him hope. During their long daily interviews, the young woman had told the doctor a great deal of her past and of the childhood playmate whose loss had affected her entire life so strangely. Later, Dr. Larrabee had discovered the identity of the young boy who figured in Kit's past. He was Aunt Mary's son. Hopefully, the psychiatrist arranged a meeting between Randy and his beautiful patient. But at first, the results had been far from encouraging. Then, a recent incident had dramatically altered Kit's attitude toward Randy Lane. Today, the doctor is in his office with a visitor who is deeply interested in the case, David Bowman, who has come to inquire into his niece's progress. I hope you haven't
2: considered my absence as a sign of indifference, Dr. Larrabee. The fact is, I've been unusually busy at the bank lately. I was sure you must have been, Mr. Bowman. I understood. We've been in the process of instituting a new service, a new department. Bill Mead is to be in charge, you know. He's going to marry Peggy Douglas quite soon, Mary Lane's niece. Oh, yes. I've heard something about it. I imagine you have. (laughs) In this little community of ours, news gets around pretty fast. (laughs) Yes, does, (laughs) not it? (laughs) uh, I've had Kit on my mind a great deal, even though I haven't managed to get over here. How is she, Doctor? Well, Mr. Bowman, in many ways, she's better than she's been since you brought her in. Uh, Did Mrs. Lane tell you about the other day? Uh, I mean, her father's visit, and... How it affected her attitude toward Randy? Yes. Yes. Aunt Mary told me something about it. She said Kit had recognized Randy as the boy she'd been so attached to in her childhood. Yes, that's right. Believe me, it's a very encouraging sign. But we still have this perjury trial hanging over our heads, you know. Yes. That's what I... Doctor, in your opinion, the trial might have a very adverse effect on Kit. Is that true? Yes, I'm afraid it would. If they do try, Miss Calvert, they're not going to handle her with kid gloves, you know. Try trial like that can be pretty brutal. And the fact that so many people were aroused by that custody suit makes it all the worse. I believe Gerald Craig feels it's his duty to make an example of Miss Calvert. You know what I mean. Going to show the community they don't let people get by with that sort of thing. Yes, well, in all fairness, Kit did make a terrible mistake and the fact that her baby was involved, that she'd practically stolen a child from his true mother. Naturally, one can't expect that sort of thing not to arouse resentment. Yes, exactly. That's another reason I'm so concerned about her being tried on a charge just at this time. She's bound to feel the antagonism of the people in the community it might re-arouse her basic feelings of inferiority and persecution, the very tendencies I've been trying to overcome. Yes. I see how it could. In other words, if Miss Calvert is tried and sentenced, the strain of it might bring about complete regression. You mean she might revert back to where she was when she entered here as a patient? Might go back to that irrational state of mind? I'm afraid so. That's very bad news, Doctor. Dr. Larrabee, is Kit aware that she's threatened with the indictment on a perjury charge? Yes, yeah, she knows about it. How has she reacted? Well, it's rather peculiar. At least it would seem odd to anyone who doesn't understand the workings of a mind. In what way? Well, the fact is, at present, Miss Calvert reveals very little concern about the possibility of the trial. Then yeah, not say. Naturally, we've made a definite effort not to frighten her. I've been hoping against hope the district attorney would delay the trial. Even if he'd postpone proceedings a month or two, it would make a great difference from our standpoint. But he refuses? Quite definitely. At least he has so far. There's nothing more I can do. I see. For some reason, the D.A. is absolutely determined to go through with it immediately. Well, if I may, I'd like to go in and see Kit now, Doctor. Oh, of course. I think you'll be surprised, Mr. Bowman. I'm sure you'll feel she's very close to being her normal self. At least, on the surface. Kit's a very charming young woman when she's in a proper mood. It would be a pleasure to see her in a happier frame of mind.
0: Uncle David, how nice of you to pay me a visit.
2: Hello, Kit, my dear. Uh, are you alone? Why, yes.
0: Yeah.
2: Oh. Were you expecting someone to come with me?
0: I'm not expecting, really, but perhaps I was hoping. Oh,
2: well, my dear, I'm sorry to be a disappointment. Just your stardy
0: old uncle. No, I'm <laughs> sorry, Uncle David. I didn't mean to be rude. It was it was just that I had a feeling Randy Lane might have driven over with you.
2: Randy? Oh, no, dear. I, I haven't seen Randy for several days.
0: I see. Uh, what do you think of him, Uncle David?
2: Mm, he's a fine lad, I've always thought. Hardworking, intelligent. Rather an attractive face, too.
0: Attractive. <laughs> That's a classic understatement. <laughs> it is? Of course. Actually, Randy's one of the best-looking men I've ever met.
2: Oh. Well, my dear, masculine judgments in these matters are never very accurate. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I should think not.
2: But I'm interested in you, Kit. How have you been feeling?
0: Oh, I'm feeling fine, thank you.
2: Oh, I'm so very glad, Kit. You've no idea how happy that makes me.
0: I won't say there weren't several items which have had me somewhat troubled, though. Tell
2: me about them, Kate. No, don't... no,
0: Uncle David, I'm afraid you wouldn't be much help.
2: Can't be sure, my dear. I I could try.
0: But <laughs> well, it might be disastrous. You see, I'm sadly in need of a new wardrobe. Uh, wardrobe? Clothes. Nice, bright, beautiful new clothes. Oh.
2: <laughs> well, I'm afraid you're right. I... I know absolutely nothing about women's garments. Oh,
0: garments. Oh, Uncle David, that's such a beautifully
2: mid-Victorian word. Oh, well, don't you think my personality is rather mid-Victorian?
0: Oh, heavens no. You have a lot of dash if you just let it out.
2: (laughs) Kit, I'm so glad to see you in such a happy mood.
0: Oh, I am, Uncle David. You've no idea how I feel. Alive, wonderfully alive for the first time in ages. As if I'd been asleep shrugged and now I'm wide awake.
2: You look it too, my dear. Your eyes are so bright and your cheeks have color.
0: Do I really look well up color? Do I really look well up color? Do I really look well up color? Do I really look well up? up? Lovely, my dear. Oh, I want to. It's terribly important. I
2: want you to feel well, too. That's even more important.
0: Uh, Then you needn't worry. Believe me, I feel as if I'd been locked up somehow inside of myself and, and now I'm free. Free, kid? Yes. No, I know what you're thinking, Uncle David. This silly business about their intending to try me for perjury. No, please don't let it worry. Frankly, it doesn't bother me a bit. I'm glad, my dear.
2: After all, it never does much good to meet trouble halfway. Much more sensible to gather one's forces, so to speak. To prepare oneself for whatever comes without becoming upset beforehand.
0: I suppose so. Besides, what's the use of worrying about something that may not happen?
2: Well, Kit, if an unpleasant eventuality is pretty sure to take place, one might as well accept it, even if one doesn't allow oneself to be upset.
0: Good old Uncle David, I know what you're trying to say, but really there's no need. You see, nothing in the world is inevitable, nothing at all.
1: David Bowman looked at his niece in surprise. Her attitude puzzled him, for he had no idea what Kit was thinking.
0: be bothered thinking about it. Let them prepare for the worst. I'm not going to. Because it's never going to happen. Never. Because Randy won't let you He'll find a way to stop it. I know he will.
1: Thinking of the young man, Aunt Mary's son, toward whom all her desires were directed, upon whom she had centered the full force of her emotional drive... Kit Calvert had a strange, confident little smile on her lips. For she had transferred all the pent-up love which had been without expression through the years to Randy Lane. And Randy was completely unaware that this had happened. How would Randy Lane react if he did know? And how would Aunt Mary feel if her son were to become emotionally involved with Ben Calvert's beautiful daughter?